Okay, so it is a beautiful day. Why do I think it's a beautiful day? It's a beautiful day because ah, oh, there's just so much culmination. I feel like I'm like this volcano. This like volcano of like beauty and awesomeness all combined into like, but it's not like me, right? It's not like it's coming from me. It's like I get to be this person witnessing this volcano. And this is like, but it's not like a terrifying volcano. It's like the most beautiful volcano a person could ever conceive, right? Like of like beauty. And instead of like volcanic ash and smoke and whatever, it's like complete light and like oxygen and rejuvenation and like all of these things, right? Like just like building up. And I'm just so happy about it. Why am I so happy about it? Because, um, I don't know, like one, I just am so grateful when I get into these patterns that really support me as a person with some of the things that are the most important to me, right? Like I was just reading the words of this like wise person, this wise old grandpa that lived in like 1979 and he was a leader at that time and he was speaking with these people, these young people, probably around the ages of like 18 to 30 and he was just speaking with them and he was talking about like how important it is, like he, it was so sweet that he said this towards women. I love the counsel I can get specific to women sometimes, you know, I think sometimes things are generalized so much like between men and women, like it's almost like taboo to have something specific towards one gender or something. But I just really loved how he spoke specifically for women. He said something like, hey, how special it could be if you do want to go the route of like, you know, getting skills for a career and those kinds of things like in the world and everything. Because this was a very much um, mindset, like this is a mindset of somebody who was saying, hey, for women, you have an amazing calling on the earth in your bodies, right? Like your calling on the earth, like some of the most divine experiences you can have will be in your role as a companion to your husband, two, in your role as this like homemaker. So like you can create these beautiful, loving refugee kind of homes for these little people that will come into your life. And then three, also in but not even just for them. It's like for you, right? Like making a beautiful home for yourself and your spouse and just like making a beautiful home, right? That can be used for like anybody, right? That comes into it. And then and like, especially friends, I say, especially friends, but really, especially for the family. But I was always the recipient of other people's beautiful homes as I was this kind of like, I felt like a little orphan child. A lot of the time I just kind of like jump from house to house to house of all these like beautiful homemaker kind of homes. <laughs> Anyways, and, and then, like the third, he said, like, and, and the divine, beautiful role of being this mother person for, other, for these people, right? And then, so basically, he was saying, hey, if you do want to go, like, a career path route, whatever, see, like, just, like, you know, see if you could possibly even consider, like, finding any kind of career path type of skill that you might want to grow in that has something to do with something that would you know, support you in those roles, right? That would be um, enhancing you in those roles, right? And that kind of thing, right? And that was like plain for me, right? Like that's like a no brainer for me. Like when I, when I was taking like career tests and stuff like that, as like an 18 year old trying to figure out what I was gonna do, 
it became really clear to me. I was like, I really just don't feel like anything measures up to the level of service and influence I want to have in this world than motherhood. So legitimately, I went through all these tests and everything. And when it came down to it, I got all these tests saying, hey, social worker this or whatever that, teacher that, whatever. But then I was like, no, but I want to be all of them. I want to be all of them. And I, the only job that I can see that does all of them is mother, right? Like is mother. So if I can frame my world, my life around this opportunity I have to be a mother, because really it mother kind of just encompasses it all. It's like, I can't be a good mother if I'm not ready to be a good spouse, right? I can't be a good mother unless if I've created an environment for me to be a good mother in, right? And that's like the homemaking part, right? And it's kind of funny that I'm even saying all these things because after I re- listened and read this talk a little bit in this paragraph, I kind of, I wasn't, it wasn't like I became depressed about it or whatever, but what I did feel was this, this urgency of like, wow, interesting, really interesting. Lately, I've been really focused in my yoga world, right? Just like teaching and just kind of considering like different prices for things like that and whatever. But in the back of my mind, and and I was getting a little concerned about certain things that had to do with like money or whatever. Right. But then in the back of my mind, I like, it's like this talk just really rung true to me. I'm like, you know what? It really just doesn't matter. Like there's so many things in this world that actually don't even matter compared to my divine opportunity. You know, like is, is this decision going to affect how, you know, like my daily experience in being a companion to my husband, my daily experience in being a, um, a homemaker or a wife or, or sorry, like a mother kind of a person. Like, and when I think of it in those terms, it's like, huh, yeah, sweet. Like we're good. I don't even need to take, spend time thinking about those things because those aren't my like priority right now. You know, like they're just not my priority right now. So that was kind of nice to just be like, yep, we're good. Um, And then there's like another part of me that was also just feeling like, wow, like this is such a revealing talk because it really helped me thread together some of the things that I felt like I was missing for the longest time, right? It's like there's this video that I've seen that always speaks to me and I always wondered why it spoke to me so deeply and now it's speaking to me on another level where basically it's telling the story of this little boy who's being asked to dance in a circle with his community right it's kind of like a first nation first um, native american kind of a video and he's being asked to dance and he's been taught like the the steps to the dance and things like that and he's being encouraged but it's like he's feeling so awkward about it right and every move he makes he just feels like it's totally off and it's just not working and basically what was explained in the video is basically like oh well if you don't know how to do this like yes it's important to know the steps but if you can't hear the music then it's just not gonna work right like it's just not gonna work like it's not you're not gonna get to where where you kind of need to be in some ways to be a good dancer, right? for example, right? And when I thought of it like that, I was like, oh, that's what I get now. I get it, right? Because like for all these years, I know I've only been doing this for like 12 years, right? Like I'm still quite a baby at this. I know that. Like it's going to be so different when I'm 50 years down the road, right? But for now, I'm only like 12 years old in this 
roll, right? Actually full out practicing it, right? Like there's all the, the pre-prep of, of the desire to want it, this life. And then there's the actual living it that's like, oh dear, right? Like, and it's been quite a process for me to learn even the steps, right? And then now to have it revealed to me, like personally, to be like, oh, this might be one of my keys to getting a little better at this, right? Because in some ways, I just feel like I've been fumbling all the time. Every day is another fumbling kind of a day for me, typically, right? And I always kind of wonder, I'm like, why is it so hard for me? And, you know, this kind of explains a little bit to me. It's just like, oh, I've been learning a lot about the steps to do all these things, right? Like all the steps, all the instruction manuals, all the everything, right? And like, when was the last time that I actually took the time to hear the music, right? To actually feel what these people feel that do this, that feel the music, right? What's the difference between how a person is a companion to their spouse when they're just following the steps versus if they feel the music, if they hear the music and feel it in their blood, right? How, what is the difference between a homemaker that's just following the steps of like, oh, cleaning lists, for example, tidy lists and stuff like that, or if they feel the music in their blood, right? Like if they feel the music of what is the effect that these steps are going to create for my family. It's going to create opportunities for laughter. It's going to create opportunities for tummies that are full and happy and satisfied. It's going to create opportunities for games and for, you know, just like those experiences of fun and memories and those kinds of things, right? It's like, and not even just that, right? It's like, like the little people that I get to help and encourage like my ancestors are cheering me on hardcore. Like they are so proud of these like kids that are their progeny, right? Like that's their progeny. And, and I need to be so mindful of being like, how can I honor my ancestors in the way that I'm a spouse to my husband, in a way that I'm a mother, a homemaker to my kids? Like what is running in my blood? What is the music? What is the music that I need to be hearing so that I can understand what is the divine work that I'm actually doing here. Uh, like, I'm not just a robot following steps and being programmed to do such and such things. I have a capacity to be a person, to hear the music, to feel the music, to access levels of light and truth and the spirit of God and like my heavenly parents and the power that's within Jesus Christ's atonement in order to then perform something on a daily basis that has been like carefully orchestrated for me to somehow be a witness to every day. Like, holy smokes! Like, I just like, I'm like super overwhelmed right now just pondering on my opportunity every day, right? It's like, I waited my whole life, I have a feeling, you know, every so often I ponder back to my bucket list question that my friend prompted me to think of where it's like hey what was your bucket list that you had as a spirit person before you received your body and before you entered into your body like what was your bucket list that you wanted to do in this life while you had a body and when I think of it it's like you know what I totally think I wanted to be a mother I totally think I wanted to have that experience of being so in love with somebody that we would want to make a baby happen 
you know, like, and that we would want to then commit to this path of having these babies and not just having them, but, but getting to be a witness to their growth and their rest and their play and all of that, right? Everything to do with that. And, and getting to do that, like so often I talk with people, especially like elderly kind of people or empty nester kind of people, and they look at me and my situation and, you know, normally it's on days where I'm just at my wit's end and I'm like, I am so tired, I'm so exhausted, I don't know why I signed up for this, right? Like just those kinds of days. And it's like they put their hand on my shoulder and they're just like, you are not even going to understand how much you're going to miss this when you're older, right? Because this is the prime time. This is the time when everything is busy, everything is active and everything, there's so many different opportunities to do things as a family and all of these things, right? Whereas one day, yes, they're all going to like possibly move away, maybe live in different countries, maybe not be here, you know, like there's just so many different paths that we take individually once we get to the point where we can choose our own path, right? And so it was just so humbling for me today to just really actually absorb that and not just push it away and be like, oh yeah, but I'm like running away from it because it's so exhausting or whatever, right? But it's like today was one of those first days of like, oh, I can't, I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to really get it. Like, I'm just so delighted that I get to just nail out whatever I can, right? The other day, this last week, I kind of nailed out, like, what would be some graduation fun trips that I could take with each of my kids, for example? Um, Because in my mind, we're going to go and take a trip when they turn 16, for example, that year that they turn 16, like, just as, like, a hoorah kind of thing. They can drive, they can, like you know, they have some freedoms um, because of their level of maturity and the level of, you know, effort that they've put into their lives to that point. And, you know, so we can have a hoorah. Like one of them said they want to go to Tokyo. Uh, One of them said they just want to go on like a little road trip to like another city like that's close by and just have like a hotel experience and just go touring around in that city. And like, and I just thought, oh, well, that's really cute. Like, sure. Right? And then there's that other part of me is like, why would I wait until they're 16? Like, why don't we just go and do that? Like, as soon as possible. Like, I don't want to wait until then. Like, so then it's like, it's nice to have these conversations every once in a while. Conversations of just like not practical or whatever, just like dreaming kind of style, right? Lately, I've been really into like just, so we do this thing where it's like, hey, what are our physical goals in every day, right? What are our daily physical goals? What are our daily spiritual goals? What are our daily intellectual goals? What are our daily social goals? Those kinds of things. And so usually the physical means like, hey, getting ready so our bodies can be set for the day and ready to like do the work of our day for us kind of thing. And then also like taking care of our bodies in the sense of like making sure our home is a blessing to us. So just making sure like spaces are ready to use and like we can feel happy and comfortable in those spaces. And then, and then once we've done those kinds of things, then it's like, okay, now let's do the spiritual stuff. Like, let's see what, what kinds of things are we hungry to know about? Or like, let's, let's find out what, what other pieces of knowledge, hidden treasures of knowledge that are for us to find today. Um, And let's like explore some of that through some of these other people that are like teachers in this 
philosophy or like, you know, mindset, principles, like all of these beautiful things. Um, so that's been awesome. And then, and then we go into intellectual where it's like, hey, what else? What else are we curious about? That's just kind of fun, right? What's the fun stuff that we're really curious about? And so <laughs> lately it's had a lot to do with music, musical theater kind of stuff and dancing. So that means like lots of different performances of like groups, dance groups around the world that like perform and travel and like live like a rigorous dancer's like schedule of like eight hours a day or whatever and like performing and learning all of these different like techniques and like like just so cool. Like it's just amazing what the human body can can perform, right? Like when they practice and they just work on it and just keep working on it. I'm just like, wow, like beyond wow. So that's been fun. And yeah. And then like we move on with the day. Like we just kind of move on. And yesterday was one of those interesting days where it's like we did that. And then, you know, and then I did some haircuts. That was good. And then, um, and then we kind of had a lot of like nap time because I like woke up at 3 a.m. yesterday. It, this is like what happens when I'm really excited for something to start in the morning. And it's like I can't sleep because I don't want to miss it. So it's like I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh, did I miss it? Did I miss my alarm clock? And then it's like, oh, no, it's 3 a.m. Oh, but I don't want to go back to sleep because then I don't want to miss it. So then, so then I just kind of like do my puttering around thing. Usually I kind of study something or like I clean something or whatever. And so that, I think I pretty much did some of that. And, um, and so then by the time it was like, I had just started the day with my family, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for my nap. Like, I'm just ready to sleep. I'm so tired. Um, and that was good. Yeah, that was good. And then there was like, you know, there was the little sweeties that like might have wanted to go and play with their friends and things like that, but they were just not, they were not really in a state to do that and I wanted to help encourage them to just kind of stay at home and just take a break kind of a day and so because of that then usually it means oh hey well it could be really easy just to turn on this device and call that good as my little babysitter thing but I'm just like not into that right like it's just not like I I was for a huge part of my life right for me growing up that was my jam it's like, if I didn't have this thing to turn on, I would probably have self-destructed or something, right? So that was like probably good for me, right? At that time in my life. But it got to a point where I was like, I don't need this anymore. Like, I don't need it. If I don't need it, I don't want it, right? So then I just kind of decided, oh, well, I'm not going to do this for my life anymore. Until like maybe later on, then I felt like I was getting a little psychotic about it. And I just didn't want it to become this like trigger for my sweet people in my life that like, oh, we weren't allowed to do that. So like in rebellion or resentment towards me, they just feel like they need to do that because it wasn't allowed, right? Just because it wasn't allowed, right? So it's just like, I think it's just important to, yes, have the things that are important to me and I still stand by them and give other people's the opportunity to learn for themselves as well in some degrees, right? So it's not like I give them that option all the time. Like it's not like a free for all all the time kind of a thing for sure. Um, and it's like a controlled kind of like time frame kind of time as well when it is offered. And it's not like an always thing at all. Like it's not like, like we'll go days where we don't. 
um, engage in turning anything on. Other days where it's like it's on for a good chunk, maybe because of the tiredness that's going on with other people or sickness or whatever. And so it's just like one of those off kind of things. And yeah, um, I was just so grateful we could go to the garden though. Like that was something I was so glad for. I don't know what it is. I love kids in the kitchen. I love kids in the garden. I love these things of like just helping little people have like tools and things to do that like are just like building their skills and building their opportunity. But it's not like it feels that way. It's just fun. It's just play. Like I remember for Mother's Day one time, I just wanted everybody to have hammers like that fit their little hands, right? And I could hear them banging away for like a whole week, weeks, months, right? Like there was just hammers going all the time. And I just was in complete delight about that. 